Columbus, Ohio. Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of spill, like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. better at this beer. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode, the Thursday, May 5th, 2022, Cinco de Mayo, for all of you out there in podcast land. We're recording this on uh, Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you all. Did you guys catch the Obi-Wan trailer? We we did it. Uh, Yes. Very excited. Very excited. So this week's episode, we got a two-part episode. We're going to be talking about uh, inflatable flamingo, the watermelon wheat, and... uh, Everyone knows this one, my all-time favorite, the world-famous Pool Party Pilsner. But before we get into those beers, introduce everyone here on the podcast this week. Going to start off across the table, uh, we have Director of Brewing Operations, Chris Helderman. Hello. Returning to the podcast next to him, we got Hajir Karimi. Howdy. And over to my right on your radio dial, the editor of the podcast, Sales person extraordinaire, Eric Hifner. Hello, hello. All right. So, again, talking about some of the beers of the summer, and uh, the first one up is going to be Inflatable Flamingo. This is a beer, first time we did it was last year, and uh, we say this one is crisp, refreshing, and light. I would say, I would, I would definitely throw in mm-hmm. a watermelon uh, on that. Um, it's very watermelony, and it's got a nice, nice... Orangish pink hue, melony hue, kind of like a mix between like a watermelon and a honeydew. Uh, not a honeydew. Let's go cantaloupe. cantaloupe. Let's go cantaloupe <laughs> there. there. Get my melons <laughs> confused here uh, on this recording. So, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer um, before we start drinking it? So, in, <clears throat> excuse me, Inflatable Flamingo is a watermelon wheat ale. So, it's a um, we use Craftmaster blend and wheat malt, white wheat malt to be uh, exact, for uh, fermentables as well as watermelon concentrate. Uh, watermelon has a tiny bit of sugar in there um, that we uh, ferment that into alcohol to get us to around 5%, uh, 5 IBUs, which means nothing. And um, just because it's so low, not getting into brewing politicalness. Um, and then we used our uh, Hornadol house strain. Uh, tasting notes you should be getting from this, as uh, Adam mentioned, it is a pale blush or orangish pink. And... Um, the aroma you should be getting is uh, it is a lot of watermelon, a lot. It is fantastic. Uh, some lime and bread dough, and uh, you should be getting a little tartness on the on the back end, and it should be uh, pretty light and dry, which means you can probably have a few of these. Yeah, we'll find out about that here in a second. Um, yeah, as far as uh, hops, uh, there's just Columbus in it, and that's not uh, doing a whole lot, as you can tell from the IBUs, and uh, it's mainly just about the watermelon. And the lime. I like that the lime kind of balances it out. I taste more of the lime, or at least I recognize more of the lime in it than I do uh, from remembering last year's batch. Yeah, we felt the lime really balanced things out. We're, we found uh, having a single fruit beer is difficult. And if you tartan things up with lime juice or lemon juice, we use lime juice because you get a little more flavor out of it, mm-hmm. um, you get that more fruit flavor. It just reminds you more of fruit. Um, yeah, not doesn't. while this has a flavor of that kind of... Uh, intense watermelon it's not sweet like 
eating a Jolly Rancher, that I, that lime really cuts it. That tartness cuts it at the end, and yeah, relates it more to eating the fruit. Yeah, well, and, and ripe fruits are really really sweet generally, and um, what we've noticed is that um, most people don't eat really ripe fruit. They eat a little underripe, and most people like that tartness in, in fruit is what uh, I've noticed in my life and uh, in beer. So, Absolutely. Yeah, this is a, I mean, this is real delicious. I know it's got delayed, I think, a week getting um, packaged, which is okay because it's going to come out perfect time. I know we, uh, we talk about the weather a lot here on the podcast. Uh, next week's it might hit ninety here in Columbus, Ohio. So perfect time for this summer beer episode. And if you're having a couple of these out in the beer garden in that intense heat, um, they're going to go down super easy. Well, and that five percent really helps you out too because you can you can really test that uh, that that crusher limit if you wanted to. Well, you can go all the way with that crushability. You're bringing it up, Chris. So that's the question on and at least your mind and maybe everyone else out there. But uh, how crushable is this beer? How crushable is it? Just Chris, you're taking it. We'll, we'll start with you. Chris's is almost gone already. If, if it's above, <laughs> if it's above 75, it, it's a six crusher. Yeah, today as we're recording, it's a uh, it's about 60 and and, and kind of dreary out. I uh, I still think I could I could crush six of these even on a even on a day like February. today. Yeah, yeah, I'm a six crusher on this. This is. Uh, yeah, perfect summer drinker. Um, probably crush more than six, but for the scale, crush. And, and, the, and we're all going to remind everyone: you got to crush responsibly. Yeah, of course, of course. Doing so. So, uh, how about you, Eric? You no, can round this out. Easy six. Yeah, definitely a sixer for Ring me. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. I think this is going to be a theme on today's show. Which, hey, beers of the summer. You kind of want that. You're out there mowing your lawn. You're out at the pool. You're out on the golf course. Maybe, Maybe playing some bocce. Yeah, playing some know. bocce. This would, be a polo. Great, this would be a great polo. golf course polo. beer, I'll tell you that right oh, now. Yeah. The, uh, it's appropriate that we waited or delayed uh, this beer a week, too, because it is uh, thematically on point with Pool Party. As the uh, Waltz can here, this guy, we got the inflatable flamingo himself floating in the pool party. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful-looking can. Mm-hmm. And there's just watermelons all over the place at this pool party. Yeah. Um, isn't there some sort of game you, like, Try to you grease, grease, up grease the, the watermelon. watermelon and try to like get it out in the pool. Wait, what? Yeah, I've never, I've never played this game before. <laughs> you, know, you never played that game? No, I've never played either. But uh, what do you I've grease it up it. with? Like Crisco or yeah, something like Crisco that? Crisco or like maybe some like bacon grease? Uh, yeah, grease. Some kind of yeah, bacon. I feel fat. Like you, you get you you know grease all in the pool, but who knows? Maybe there's another way. Totally to, worth it though. Yeah, you know, just for the hilarity that yeah. ensues. Wait, wait, and then what's the goal? You have to try to take the watermelon out of the pool right. with the grease. It's so slippery though. Oh man. So I don't know. Hard. Maybe maybe we could research that um, for the show notes <laughs> for the, the after the podcast episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tune in later as we go deeper into this Tasting episode. Notes, of, uh, My question notes. is, Adam, when are we actually going to buy a pool for the beer garden <laughs> and start throwing some watermelons in there? It's a good question. Actually, uh, Kendra in the tap room, as, uh, as the ice rink was such a hit, right when we took it down, a handful of the bartenders put a list together um, on what they felt should replace it for the summertime. And she's been very adamant about the swimming pool that you could just kind of lay out on a raft, and even if it was like a two foot deep pool. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like cosine here. Yeah. The the issue with all of that 
is it would be absolutely disgusting. Um, you would need a very good filtration system yeah. for a bunch of random people, even if they're just floating in the pool. I'm not even as concerned about the liability drinking around a two-foot pool. It's more just how gross it would get. Pretty quick. That chlorine yep. bill is going to go way up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and just knowing how... Like any time the ice melted, how gross that was! Just from getting all the stones in, from people's shoes and 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 leaves and other yeah. stuff. What were some of the other leading contender uh, options? Uh, there was something. Uh, it was a, like a ball pit um, jousting. There was some sort of jousting, jousting. Uh, and not like. It might have been American Gladiators joust. It might have actually been medieval style go- joust. There were some things that probably weren't appropriate to repeat uh, on a, uh, outside of just joking around with the bartenders, but there was some there was some funny stuff that they had. And, but yeah, Kendra was really adamant, and, and we'll see. Maybe maybe one day, you know, if we could just have dig the hole, have the pool out there, and then that freezes over, and there's the ice rink. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, so I mean, anything is possible. Any yeah, every every year, I'm I'm. Uh, you know, surprised by by what happens in the beer garden. Um, so keep we got to keep reinventing Don't, ourselves. Yeah. Eventually, See, everyone else is going to have all the stuff that we yeah. do, and got to be ahead of the curve. Hey, we were yeah. just uh, thanks to hopefully some of our listeners out there voted in the uh, what is it the Columbus six one four Columbus. Uh, we were rated best I drinking patio for the uh, beer garden. We got uh, third best brewery behind our uh, friend Seven Son and those. Brewers across the street from us, Brewdog, and then we got the best neighborhood bar in Franklinton and the third best overall bar behind Pins and Seven Side. Pretty good. Those, so, are, yeah, those are great stats. Good yeah, for us. Yeah. yeah. So thanks Solid for everyone stats. that voted for us in that. So, you know, usually on these two part episodes, we're like fill up half our glass. And then you know, or maybe you dump it out. But because of how crushable this is, I think I'm I think I'm going to finish this uh, here inflatable flamingo, and then go on uh, because I I know how much that uh, that pool party is going to go down. So, so we uh, bottoms up. Cheers. Cheers, El. May I please have a pool party? It's good. I will. I'll also note on this. This would be a beer, and we've been talking about this. Um, it's been really neat to, uh, as the beer garden has really taken off and been introduced to a lot of new people. We've uh, we've had some really big days out in the beer garden. If you've been down here on some of the warmer days, uh, a lot of people that maybe this is their first experience here. We got some some ASMR going on over on the side. Uh, experience at the brewery, and we do get a lot of people that come down that maybe never had any land grant beers, and a lot of different types of drinkers, folks that maybe don't like beer, and they'll default. We have some great cocktails, our friends at Simple Times and High Bank um, partner on making some great cocktails, uh, and I know we have some seltzers coming out um, this summer that the brewers are working on, but I would be very hard pressed unless you're not drinking beer because of specific health reasons if you gave an inflatable flamingo to per- person it could that is a seltzer drinker or a cocktail drinker you would it'd be tough not to like that beer completely agree with you and um like it too I, I think some people might get intimidated by the wheat beer or the wheat ale label of it thinking that it might be a little heavier but it's not it's very light and crushable super light yeah, yeah it's uh 
does not drink I would like recommend a wheat beer. this to any person who doesn't like beer, like a non beer tasting beer drinker. It's yeah. universal. Yeah. Like my mother in law. Well, and, and yeah. you know, we, as mentioned earlier, we did a smaller batch of inflatable flamingo last year. It was gone incredibly quick. Mm-hmm. And we did a much larger batch this year that it'll be available in grocery stores around you. I mean, it won't last the whole summer, but it'll be around here for. What do you think, Chris? How much did we brew from this? It'll be around for like two months, two maybe months. three months. That's the goal. <clears throat> so most of the summer. Yeah. The fun part of the summer. Yeah, I think we, I don't remember how big the batch was last year, but we, I think it was an 80, and we brewed uh, three times that much this year. So. And it went quick last year. So. All right. Now, as we move on, um, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. It was one of my favorite days when we released this technically a couple weeks ago. We haven't talked about it. I'm glad. I haven't been on the podcast, so I'm glad that I'm here today. As uh, some of the other folks that are generally on the podcast, shout out to uh, the team of Langrant people that are out in Minneapolis for the Craft Brewers Conference and the World Beer Cup. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll see. We'll we'll see. Maybe... uh, Maybe next time we're talking, we might maybe see a World Beer Cup award. Chris is shaking his head. He's going into it with uh, bated breath as uh, there are about 8,000 breweries at this point that enter into the competition. We, we were a few years too late when there was only like 1,000 breweries entering in. Uh, but I think Chris is yeah, the odds we gotta is, we gotta manifest it. We gotta put it out there. If we put something like inflatable flamingo out there, we got it, man. I'm telling the, you. the odds are just uh, you know not in so our favor. Stacked. There's yeah. a lot of really good beer out there. So good luck to all the other breweries out there, and hopefully uh, hopefully we come home with the medal this. And beer this is subjective year. too. So yeah. like it just it depends on the judges. It's, a, it's like, always funny if you've like, ever have you ever read the sheets yeah. that come back. <laughs> some, some of them yeah, they're lemming, like one yeah. one year lemon glow like. One of the people, and it made it to like the the this, this judging round. It made it past the first round, and it was like, you know, this beer has, you know, it's balanced. It's got, you know, the right amount of alcohol, you know, flavors there. And then someone else is like, it's really sour, and and, and it's, it's like, like, how like, do you nah, use that feedback nah. yeah, <laughs> when someone else loved it and the other other person uh, had some other issues with it? Yeah, it's hard to get real scientific feedback that you can uh, that can help you. So we uh, we tend to not cater to uh, judges, and we cater to the people down here at the tap room drinking the beer. We make beer for you. Well, and it's it's complicated too, with, especially with those judging events like uh, palate cleansing. Like even going from flamingo to the first couple of sips of this pool party, it doesn't taste. The pool party is uh, it's been compromised now by lemon or by the uh, watermelon. Oh, it'll, you'll, on my you'll, you'll get back to it. You'll so. catch up. Well, what is the best palate cleanser you guys have found in your uh, in your days of? beer brewing and drinking no some like light saltines or something like that crackers always good um to to clear out your nose smell your arm um because your nose can get really uh really tired so you smell your arm and that's a very very uh like familiar scent to your nose and it kind of resets it Mm -hmm. yeah the more you know i just tried that and I was definitely picking up more of the yeah the I, did, I did too. <laughs> so smell like there it the, is. It's science. The next sip. So all right. So Let's on to the world famous pool party pilsner. How's it taste? Amazing. Unbelievable and amazing. But we we say clean, crisp, and floral. So similar, uh, similar to the previous. But uh, Chris, tell us about uh, pool party. What is this? Our 
Our uh, fifth year doing this? Six that sounds year? about right. I think, it's about, I think it's five years. Um, but yeah, so we, we haven't really messed with this one too much. We did uh, have to change out one of the hops uh, just because they, they, they kind of quit making it. It was a summer hop. It was cool. It was from Australia. Yeah, Australian summer. Um, and I think we uh, replaced that with Wamea. Um, but anyway, we did that a couple years ago. Um, so this, we uh, we actually use a traditional uh, or a, a Danish lager strain, um, and that is that's always served us really well. Um, we've used some other things for other lagers, but this one we always go back to the Danish on. We're coming in at 5.4 percent, uh, Wamea Wakatu and Pacifica hops, and um, yeah, most of this uh, we just use our the uh, Pilsner malts in it. And so it is a uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty light. It, uh, it looks like uh, I don't know, a little darker than Budweiser. But name your favorite pilsner, which I can't right now. Pilsner, uh, go. I mean, Bill Budweiser is a pilsner. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Warbore at a uh, Gamut. Our friends at Gamut. Oh, yeah, great. There That's you go. Good. Great Try so yeah, it's a it, it's a it's a classic pilsner uh, kind of base because it's all pilsner malt. Um, and so from that, you should be getting, um, you know, a little bit of bread uh, and, and crackery notes. And then from Pacifica, you get some uh, kind of spicy orange, maybe marmalade. From the Wumea, you get generic citrus and pine. And the Wakatu, um, which is kind of where we think the pool party uh, is the kind signature of the, hop. the signature hop is lime and floral. Um, it's uh, it's not a perfume bomb like I've seen, um, or I, I've drank a lot of them that are perfume bombs. But this one, um, I think it has the right balance of everything that uh, really makes it very drinkable. And like Adam says, this is uh, this is one of my favorite beers. I was excited when it came out. I bought you know a six pack um, the the first time I could, and uh, it's fantastic. It's one of our favorite beers to make too. We we make a, a large quantity of it. Yeah, this is uh, definitely one that the bartenders here know when I walk up. It's very odd in this, uh, once it's released that I would order something else. Uh, it's it's interesting Chris didn't touch on, but calculated IBUs, 28. Um, you know, when people think about Pilsners, and this is what I talk about a lot of times, I think about, you know, if you look at the can of Miller Lite, it says, you know, fine Pilsner beer on it. And that's what a lot of folks in the States grow up with is that, oh, yeah, Miller Lite, that's a Pilsner beer. And as Haj mentioned, Pilsner Arkell or, you know, a lot of the classic Pilsner from, you know, Bohemian Pilsners, Czech Republic, Czech uh, you know, even your Bavarian Pilsners or the like the, the, the Pilsners that, um, as uh, Eric mentioned at, uh, at Kamut, they actually have a hot bite to it. And it's a different hoppiness than an IPA necessarily. It's a lot more pronounced, more of a spicy hot bite as opposed to a bitter hot bite is how I would kind of describe it. Um, but there is enough bitterness there that it's dry and makes you want to drink more. There's there's a reason why what I, I, I used to know it. I think it's like 60% of all beer consumed is a Pilsner style beer throughout the world. And uh, it just it's just the perfect beer. It's what a I think what an IPA, a lot of people are seeking it in like a traditional American IPA because you do have those hops, but it's a lot more occasion-driven that you can have this beer with anything. Um, you Whether you're eating spicy food, you're eating pizza, you're just hanging out, it's, it pairs with everything, and I get super excited about it. 
and our take on it, we took that traditional Czech style, and then the original thought, and in, 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 uh, I believe Wakatu is, uh, no, it's a Hallertau hop. So Hallertau being a, um, Wakatu Hallertau is a, one of the noble hops, uh, Waimea might be, but I know Summer was, they were derivatives of Sats, which is the traditional hop you'd use in a Czech Pilsner. And so we took these hops that the, they bred or they just planted in the Southern Hemisphere in Australia and New Zealand. And instead of that super spicy, earthy kind of flavor that you might get from those hops, when they grew them uh, in, those, uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, you get a lot more floral and lime and tropical fruit. So love it. Adam, are you always drawn to Pilsners, or is this just your favorite beer that we make just because you love the quality of this beer particularly? Oh, I, I will seek out Pilsners. If, I, if, if we go to whether, you know, we're traveling to different breweries, I always try to um, taste their Pilsner. I also believe that it's a good way to judge the quality of a brewery, that if you're drinking one of their lagers, specifically a Pilsner, and how they approach that, uh, because you can't, you know, the lighter you get, the more styles of lagers you do. You can't really hide behind, uh, hide behind it. So, you know, you mentioned Gamut. That's probably one of my favorite local beers. The two different pilsners they do. Um, I believe they they won a, a JBF award last year for one of the pilsners. I don't think it was the dry hop one. I think it was the traditional Bavarian pilsner they do. But uh, one of uh, one of the members, one of the, 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 the investors in the brewery lives in Austin, and Austin uh, Beer Garden Brewery, they've won tons of awards for their lagers, their Hellas, and their Pilsner, and he'll always bring up some of those. Those are some of my favorite. But, yeah, that's what I try to seek out. That It's um, something that I always try to uh, sample those from other breweries. I've talked a lot. So I thought you were looking something up. Question, question on everyone's mind about pool party. It's how crushable it is. How crushable is it? Is that even a question? I don't think Whoa. so. Yeah. <laughs> I think Josh is already on his sixth one. Yeah, I'm almost done with my first one. So that's, I mean, I'm saying six again for this. It's uh, yeah, six is as high as I can go on this scale. So Agreed. that's what I'll say. Yeah, no, it's it's a six crusher for sure. Great summer beer. Just like inflatable flamingo, you know. Yep. Drink it anywhere. Chris? So. Oh, yeah. Six Crusher. Yeah. Pool Party is such a dangerous beer because it, it just goes down so smooth. And, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's another unanimous six. We're at a two unanimous sixes, but that's what you want from your summer beers. You sweat it out pretty you know, quickly. So I like beers in the summer. In yep. the summer. <laughs> Where did uh, the name? Uh, oh, so I'm newer to the brewery than you guys are. Where did the name Pool Party come from? What's the inspiration behind the can, the art, the name? <laughs> it's a great question. So uh, I think we might have touched on this last year on the podcast. Oh, I'm and, sorry uh, for the repeats. No, which is all right. Which which not no one wants to uh, listen back. Uh, so refresher. we'll touch on it again for all the new listeners out there. Uh, pool, pool Party started as an inside joke between Walt and I. Um, and uh, long story short, which I'm not good at long story shorts. And if you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the can and you looked right above the logo, it says Cool Club. And the 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 lure, how we both remember it, is something that Walt was saying something about cool or said something about um, 
a pool party. And I go, what? A cool club? And then he goes, no, pool party. Like, we were something in college. I go, cool club? He goes, no, pool party. And then that was it. And then that, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how, like, dumb it was. But then, then it was like, Walt and I were like, you know what? We live the pool party lifestyle. Um, you know, we're in the cool club. <laughs> School club. And, uh, yeah, and there's a whole list of rules I gave him. I gave him I gave, uh, how you live the pool party lifestyle. Uh, I was best man at Walt's wedding. I gave him the printout of the rules and like a poster. Um, and one of them is when you go to a pool party, you're not supposed to wear a bathing suit. Just just silly things like that. So it's uh, some inside jokes Walt and I have, but it made it on the can with cool club. Uh, you'll notice uh, the gentleman on the diving board. Is, uh, is is none other than the world flame famous uh, explorer, ocean oceanographic explorer from the uh, team uh, team Zisu Society, Steve Zisu himself, uh, okay. uh, which was a was fictional character ask. that embodied the pool party lifestyle. So <laughs> there 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 you have it. Uh, and and then also so yeah we're making this beer and pool party just sounded like an awesome name for a summer beer and uh, and then we'll put together the label and I'm like holy shit he put cool club on there I thought that was funny and now all y'all are in on the on, uh, on our very uh, out there immature inside joke cool this club. is one of those like classic labels too it hasn't really changed since we we started it has it. Uh, no, it can't change because it's printed on the can. Yep. <laughs> and we ordered a whole truckload of them. That's true. Last year we had like, I don't know, 500 cases to go. And I said, should we order a whole truckload? And we were all like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And we did. So it'll be this way for at least this year, I next like year, yeah. and maybe part of the year after that. If it ain't broke. Yeah. Yeah. So when, you know, in inflatable flamingo would be an example of a can that we're still labeling and if you've been on the tour here we talk about this you know when you're ordering cans it you're ordering it from the same place that every other beverage manufacturer is ordering there's only about three manufacturers here in the states right now and so you're ordering cans from the same people that pepsi are and and budweiser and you know the the same adams all, all of us are getting them from the same sources so they don't really care how small you are, so your minimum order from from most can suppliers is a whole truckload, which is about what two hundred sixty thousand cans, something like that. Uh, two hundred five, I think. But yeah, yeah, it's so, a ridiculous number. So, and for for a brewery like us that only distributes primarily in a single region in Central Ohio, it's tough to go through that many cans of a of a given style. So there's very few beers that uh, we do get printed cans and pool party because we do so much as a seasonal of it it made sense uh, because even if you buy the silver cans you still got to buy a truckload and they cost the same amount of money as the printed cans so if you can get them printed it definitely uh, economically makes a lot more sense um, we should be in the next couple months uh, since Osher's beer that we're doing a lot of that's going to that's going to switch to its own printed can. Um, we have some modifications to the instead of getting silver cans, we got some uh, stuff we've been working on uh, that'll be fun. But uh, if you notice when we re-release Greenskeeper, Greenskeeper, uh, because we 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 had a bunch of those cans too, but it's it's better than uh, redoing a label on it. Now we did do a special Pride edition uh, a couple years yep. back of. Uh, Oh, a yeah. pool party, and that was the only other time. And it matches if you're out in the beer garden, uh, in that turf area near the uh, arcade basketball hoop. 
that the mural that's on the semi trailer is similar to the those 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 pool party cans. It was cool. That was a cool approach, different than anything we had ever done before. Those were really cool. Yeah, I really like that label. Limited edition. All right. Any other thoughts on these uh, these two summer beers before we do the rundown on the fun events here in the tap room? No, I mean they're they're delicious. So so good. Get them while you can. Like yeah. if you're coming into the tap room, if you're in your local grocery store, bottle shop, you know, pick them up. They're going fast. They're going fast, but they will be back. Just keep buying them though, and then we'll we'll keep making more of them. Yeah, pool party should probably be your uh, your summer staple. Yeah. It should be available yeah. for pool season, so Memorial Day to Labor Day. Is, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, as Chris said, true lager, so it takes us a few weeks. So if you guys drink too much of it, it'll just be gone because we can't react to it as quickly. But <laughs> that'd be a good thing. Maybe. Bad for me. Good, good, yeah. good for everyone else. Don't act like you don't have a stockpile at home. Uh, I, I think yeah. I have a six-pack left in the fridge. Oh, oh, time to re-up. Between Lauren and I, we uh, she, she's also a big fan of pool parties. So. All right. Well, hey, we got a lot going on at the Tap Room in Beer Garden. Um, last week, we officially launched this past Sunday the music series. So tonight is the first Thursday of that music series we have Good Reverend playing tonight at 6 p.m., and uh, that's going to happen every Thursday here for the next couple months. I don't know when it ends, but it ends sometime in, like, September or October. Um, Friday is the first. Uh, now, hopefully, we don't get rained out. we got, like, a 100% chance of rain, so it might be next Friday. But as of right now, we're planning the kickoff of the Freshest Events uh, presents All Are Welcome DJ Series featuring DJ D-Boogie, and that's going to go from 8 to 11. Uh, if it doesn't work out this Friday, that's the plan for Fridays in perpetuity over the summer. And we're going to have uh, DJs out in the beer garden curated by our friends over at the Freshest Events and um, be a lot of fun to be out there. This Saturday, the first Saturday in May, as tradition has it, when they have the run for the roses is that what they call is that what they call that race am i on the right thing the kentucky derby i am yeah yep. kentucky derby the old and derby so we'll be throwing a derby party out here in the beer garden starting at 2:30 and uh, all the way till 7 uh, i believe that the race starts just before 7 p.m. Uh, and they call it the most exciting 2 minutes in sports you know that they might have called it that like a hundred some years ago, yeah, and yeah. and sports has gotten real. Have you yeah. watched any of these NBA playoffs? So good. They're, they might yeah. be better well, than the Kentucky Derby, but yeah, you know, and you get more minutes too, and you, you get, get a lot like, more minutes. You know, a whole game. But maybe so. it's just you know the the only two minutes that are exciting. I, I don't know. I, I I digress. It's the the pomp and circumstance yeah. around it is great, but we will we're gonna have um, there's gonna be a costume contest. We're going to have some Dixieland jazz from Razzmatazz and Jazz. Wow, that's a lot of jazz. That's a, <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a, yeah. Lot of, a lot of Razzmatazz. And then our, uh, our, 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 our hometown soccer team's got an away match at 7.30 p.m., so we'll have that on right after the race. And uh, I think Saturday evening might be okay weather-wise, so we should be good. 
Uh, Sunday is going to be a beautiful day out in the beer garden. And just a reminder for everyone out there, it is Mother's Day, May 8th. So make sure to call your mom. Ooh, thank you. And uh, mom. we do have some, uh, we're going to do yoga this Sunday in the beer garden at 9.30 a.m. And uh, yoga is going to transition later in the summer to a Saturday event versus Sunday last year. Um, we're going to have music series a little earlier this Sunday uh, with the vendor pop-up that's curated by Marie and company. Uh, so you can get something for your, your, the mom in your life, uh, whether it's uh, Eric uh, having a new mom in his life uh, directly. Yeah, I need to get her something for sure, so I'll probably be hitting up that market. Or or, or Haj over yeah. here. You got dog mom in your life. Got dog mom in my life, you know. And so, you know, you're 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 gonna wanna come by. I don't know if they're dog mom stuff at this uh, event. Yeah, but it's, it's Mother's Day, not Dog yeah. Mother's Day. So well, I'm just saying. Yeah, well I mean you can have to talk to Lauren about that. So <laughs> um, eleven AM to four PM uh, JT Heiler is going to be out there twelve to three and then um, you know, everyone start their engines for the first U.S. race of oh, yeah. the season, Formula One Miami Grand Prix race at 3:30. A lot of DRS. There's three DRS zones in that race, so a lot of overtaking is going to be happening. Uh, if you're not a Formula One fan, check out uh, that Netflix series. You might get into it. And then we're going to be showing every race here at the Tap Room and Beer Garden. It'll be out on the screen outside, inside. We'll have the audio on. We're going all in. Thanks to Casey Jordan and Connor here at the bar convincing us to do that but what a blast that first race and it was 9 a.m and there was a ton of people out here we got ray rays will be here thursday through sunday as always and then uh uh you know hey sign up for the cornhole league uh it's on our website or go to gocornhole.com those are gonna be monday starting june 6th and then uh let's see uh tuesday trivia in the beer garden and then uh that's gonna be travis at 6 p.m and what's going to change this year is after trivia, starting at 7.30, we're going to be showing movies after the trivia. Uh, due to our licensing, we can't necessarily tell you the name of the movie, so check out some of our uh, social media and uh, go to the Beer Garden page on the website, and you could probably figure out what we're going to show. I've seen the list in every movie Fire. that's going up this summer. They're all going to be good. Yeah. A, yeah. a classic. So. First one is Pretty Fetch. From what I've heard. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think we made that same joke last week. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then uh, tortilla street food will be here Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. We got two fat Indians, and uh, starting it's jeez, it's already next week. Uh, starting Thursday, Mikey's Thursday through uh, Thursday through Monday. Our friends at Mikey's Late Night Slice going to be setting up here. Oh, man. So, oh, those guys. I'm yeah, so excited We're going to have two of the best. I, I actually think I think Ray Ray's might have won best food truck in that mm. six, 614 best, and Mikey's might have been second or I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, so. they're both going to be here, so you are all very lucky. And uh, Franklin's and Friday is going to be next week. We'll talk about that. Um, and then if you haven't made Memorial Day plans and you you probably already did because you're coming down here uh, Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Jenny's Strawberry Jam returning for its third iteration. Uh, we had to take a couple years off at, for the pandemic, but it's back and better than ever, bigger than ever, two-day event 
tons of stuff for all your the whole family. The whole family. All we got, ages. We got music. Yep. We got strawberries. We got ice cream. We got beer. We got seltzer. Seltzer. Yep. Cocktails. Strawberry seltzer. We'll find out. I so. I think that'll be talked about yeah. soon. So, man, what a summer's heating up. What a is what, what a it sounds lot of like. events. Yeah. Cool, cool down at the pool party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Heat up so. and, and cool down at the pool. Whether you're going to jump in that inflatable flamingo or go all into your pool party. But hey, guys, I think next week we're going to be uh, we're talking about a beer called From the Heart. Which is celebrating uh, Columbus oh, Craft yeah. Beer Week? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then do we have a uh, do we have a question from a listener as well? It looks like so. The question uh, from an anonymous listener was, "Where is Walt this week?" Which which we touched. It's a good on. question. Which, did we touch on? Yeah, yeah we okay. touched on. And said that you know he's out in Mil- uh, Minneapolis, Twin Cities, one of the Twin Cities. I don't that's think right. he's going to venture off to St. Paul. Maybe he went to a concert last night. Oh yeah, he texted me. Did he go to that death metal concert? With no, it's a band called the Motet funk okay. band. So funk. he uh, he texted me at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sweet. <laughs> well, I know Surly was sponsoring some sort of uh, metal well, death metal yeah, concert. death metal concert. That if I'm sure, I bet Mark Richards actually, was there. I got yeah. a, I got a text message from uh, former podcast host Mark Richards today saying he's having FOMO. Uh, that he's not. Oh, he's man. been to a lot of the Craft Brewers conferences, so uh, we know that he would have been out uh, yep. at that con- con- yep. concert and would have taken us like he did when we were in Washington, D.C. and saw... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh, uh, uh, man. I don't even remember. Uh, I, I was on the tip of my tongue. Baroness. 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 That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that was my first yeah. ever metal concert. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. They a go hard. Time. We had a great time. Those guys. So, so we're going to be talking about From the Heart. A uh, lot going on, as mentioned. Next week's going to be officially, uh, unofficially summer with those high 80, 90 degree temperatures. So grab a pool party, grab an inflatable flamingo. Come down here, tip your bartenders. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thank you, Adam.